It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I will be uh, driving the Winnebago for the next couple of hours here. So uh, so hang on. Uh, you know, put this, put your seatbelts on if, you, if you're, well, if you're old school like that. And you, well, I guess new school would be seatbelts, right? Because growing up, I didn't have seatbelts in the car. And Kevin, there were none on the horse. So <laughs> you didn't, it would be the rope, perhaps. Schooner. 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 There we go. Prairie Schooner. He's an, he's an old schooner then, I guess. Not an old school schooner or whatever. When this thing pulls right, like it does, yes, yes. watch out for an elbow to the face. Watch out for the elbow to the face. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Uh, before we get started, let me introduce my associates today because you can't tell the players without a scorecard. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Good to be back. It is a great song. Oh, you know yes. that I oh, really yes. wish. You know if if we if we got a version of that, you could play on the old terrestrial radio. <laughs> it would do, it'd be all beeps. It would be yeah, you know yeah. talked beep. You know beep. Uh-huh. beep you know and C- you couldn't would, be done without heavy FCC violations. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly right, exactly right. Maybe maybe on my last day. Yeah, on the last day, on the last day, and yeah, uh, <laughs> if you play it, it would be your last day because you know we'd have to tell the FCC. Listen, it was this guy. He he went rogue. He went rogue on us. You so. sure we couldn't just say some random person came in, pressed the button, then ran out? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what happened. It yeah. was it was yeah, a, yeah, it was right. a yeah, raccoon. It's, it's it easy a, to get in here. It was yeah, a raccoon. It is badges and little yeah. scanner doohickeys and laser <laughs> cannons. Well, don't give away their security Shh. plan here. I mean, opsec, dude, opsec. Come on. Uh, near me on the left, it's the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mister Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I uh, listen. I, I'll get to that, but uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Also, I'm glad to be back. Also, uh, sitting in with us uh, today, as usual, on my right, kind of uh, snuggling up. This, yeah, he yeah, is. But it's cold in the room today, so it's nice to have him. That he close. likes that. Though. It's not cold. Uh, he is the the samurai sidekick, the Padawan learner, Mister Alec Weber. It's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Yeah, be eating some peanut butter night when I get home. That's it. Some peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Um, hey Earl, how can the good the the good peoples uh, at Arms Room Radio Land get a hold of us? We have several different ways. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can give us a call directly here into the Keltech Studios, 855-545-1025. That's 855-545-1025. And saving your favorite for last, they can send us a tweet on the Twitters at Arms Room Radio. Yep, hit me up on the old tweeter there. Uh, I, mine is Arms Room Mike. Are you uh, banned this week? No, no, I, I was actually You're had something suspended? else going on, so I wasn't able to get suspended oh, okay, this week. Okay, no suspension. So, okay, no suspension. And usually the way I don't get sus- usually I keep from getting suspended. You don't log in. Yeah, I just don't make a post. Yeah, <laughs> just because every time I make a post, they've they've got issue with it. But you know. Yeah, and I, I have my own arms room, Earl, and how I keep from getting suspended, I 
don't retweet yours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't retweet me. Don't retweet me. Um, well, hey, I do. I definitely want to thank you guys uh, for uh, for holding down the fort last week. Um, as uh, as I'm sure you you know those that uh, listened in last week, uh, uh, it was revealed that uh, my father had passed away, and I had to go take care of some family business and uh, and be there and, and pay the respects. So uh, thank you to you guys for taking care of that, and um, I appreciate you guys being there. So not a problem. Um, Wish we could have done more for you. Uh, yeah, listen. What you guys did was uh, was uh, was was just right. So don't don't uh, don't worry. Don't don't sweat it none, as Paulie <laughs> would say. I don't sweat you. Forget so, about it. Yep. Um, I did, uh, however, you know, I've been I've been running around taking care of some errands since I got back. So I had a week off from work trying to get things squared away there. I stopped at my. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, I told you this or not. I stopped in at the uh, the local bagel shop on uh, our side of town. Oh yeah. Busy street. Very nice place. Uh, and it's parallel parking in front. Okay. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I could parallel park. Uh-huh. I, you know, I just came from that part of the world where if you didn't parallel park, you just keep, you kept driving. You just drove <laughs> around and around. In fact, my wife will do that. Um, now, well, now that she's got this little micro car of hers, she'll, she'll take a shot at it. But it's more of just pulling into the space than. Yeah, I'll say she can just put that in her pocket. Yeah, yeah, than parallel parking. Nothing wrong the, with a good detour. No, no. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, so I, I take the old full-size uh, truck there and do my parallel parking. And as I'm uh, sitting in the truck, uh, getting, my, getting my gear together, ready to get out and go in to get my bagel, mm-hmm. uh, or more than one bagel. Yeah, of course. Know, I feel like i got to bring some back. You can't come back with bagel breath. And, uh, <laughs> and people are like, hey, where did you, did you have a bagel? Oh, and you're going you're gonna to deal have with that. Have a bag of everything bagel sitting in your front seat to bring home. Oh, right? exactly, exactly. Listen, let me tell you another good feature. If you forget them in there, and then the truck... It's the the smell of warm bagels in it all day long. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not coming in tonight. I'm spending the night in the truck. <laughs> you drive around hungry all day. Yeah, exactly. Stop um, at every store looking for cream cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this uh, as I, as I pulled in, took a moment or two. Then the truck in front of me, the car. Excuse me, the car in front of me. The guy comes out and gets in his car and drives away. So there's the open spot in front of me, and I'm just getting ready to get in my car, and uh, somebody pulls up in front of me. They're the proper way to parallel park mm-hmm. they kind of pull alongside the vehicle that's in front of the spot they want to parallel right park in. right and back into it yeah well it, it just went bad well, from there oh it okay went, <laughs> it went bad from there i spent 10 minutes watching this guy at you know a, a 20 nothing year old guy oh. trying to parallel park and this was a compact car i mean it wasn't a two-door spec or anything like that but it was it was a compact car and i i've never seen somebody Get it wrong so many times. I, I, I mean, a twenty-nine point turn. At one point, he was he was uh, facing ninety degrees the wrong direction, like like he had backed into the spot and then turned the wheel the completely wrong direction. I'm screaming at him through. You know, no, no, uh-huh. the other way, the uh-huh. other way. He's pointing face out, so the you know the front of his car is in in the travel lane, and and I'm thinking, well, you know, he's 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 got to go. That's got to be the end of this, right? No, he tried it again. And he, I mean, he tried it from the front. Then he pulled next to me and tried it pulling in, you know, from the rear. Uh, there was just zero parallel parking skills, which, you know, I mean, I know they don't teach driver's ed in the schools anymore because they don't have money for arts and, you know, sports. How do they have money for driver's ed? Mm-hmm. Um, so it uh, it was just humorous to watch. I was going to get some video, and I kept thinking, no, no, no. I, what, you know, this guy will figure it out any <laughs> second now. There's, there's no way this is going to last more than another five or six seconds every time. Does he does he at least get an A for effort? 
Um, he got an he got an E for embarrassment. Is what okay. I was. You <laughs> get an F for for wow. uh, for funny. You know, it was it was pretty. It was. Pretty. I learned to parallel park in a Mercury station wagon that belonged to my grandfather. It was twenty three feet long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. And the spots are twenty one foot, and you yeah. still got it in. I got it in. There. <laughs> you got it in. Yeah. You got it in. All right, listen, we got a great show coming up for you today. We've got uh, some info out of uh, out of Texas going on. Campus Carry started there. I want to talk to you about some some gun issues at the Republican National Convention that happened recently. Uh, Chicago, some news, and uh, and Lieutenant Bill will be with us later in the program. So stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, don't forget the promotion we got going on with our friends at Next Level Training. Now you can get your very own SIRT CERT training pistol and other products for 15% off the regular price. That's 15%. Just go to armsroom.nextleveltraining.com or you can go to the nextleveltraining.com site and use the coupon code armsroom15. That's armsroom15. That's 15. Uh, Link's up on our webpage. It's on the old Facebook page. Uh, You can get your CERT training pistol just like we have in the Practice your skills, your skill set all day long. This is this is what you need to get your reps in, Earl. I, yep. you do, every day, oh yeah, every day we're getting the reps in. Uh, you know, we we've said this a couple of times. We've all started doing the old steel challenge matches here locally, and it's been a little while since we've been out to the range to do yeah. anything more than just Un- test fire a gun. Yes. And we all jumped in, and, and, and you know, tapping, patting ourselves all on the back. <laughs> we all jumped in in the uh, the top 20 percent of the competition on day one, and mm-hmm. we've and we've been there ever since. So. And you shot left-handed. I did. I did shoot left-handed one day. I was, you know, you push the old skill set. You know? he, he shoots left-handed quite often. Well, I shoot it. I try to make it about half the time. <laughs> try to make it about half the time. That way, no matter what the encounter is, I can do it. We have now learned that uh, the cyclical rate on the carbine I was using is limiting my ability to place <laughs> higher. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of left-handed shooting, uh-huh. uh, what is the what is the show? The one the one with uh, Chief Thomas Magnum on, on the, the NYPD there. Um, um, blue bloods, blue bloods, blue oh, okay. blue bloods, and uh, Chief Thomas Magnus. And, 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 <laughs> that's his name, right? That's that was his, good. I like uh, that. Um, if you watch Blue Bloods, there's the uh, the Donnie Wahlberg's character, which is it's a good good program. It's a good program. It's 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 pretty true and accurate to law enforcement. The only thing I've ever had issue with law enforcement programs is no matter the the severity of the crime, it's all solved in 48 minutes. Oh yeah, um, of course. But but beyond, beyond that. Uh, it's it's very good, and I know uh, the, the the characters and the actors went out and learned a lot about police technique to get everything looking right. But uh, old Donnie there, 
he he does he does something that drives me nuts. And I think I've pointed it out to you, Earl. Uh, when when you see Donnie with his gun and he's moving through a building, doing a building search or a clearing search, mm-hmm. depending on which way he's going through the doorway, right, is which hand he has the gun in. Uh-huh. So he might if he's going around, he's going on around the right side. He'll put it in his left hand. If he's going to the left, he put it in his right hand. He moves the gun back and forth from hand to hand, which is good in theory until you you actually get encountered while you're moving the gun from hand to hand. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got the hot potato gun in the hand. Uh-huh. Or if it's in the opposite hand and you need to quickly holster, and the holster's on the other side of your body. So, <laughs> oops. Know. Two guns LaRue. Yeah, two guns LaRue is good, but no, he, he does the swap it back and forth. No, but. no. You got, why does he wear suspenders? To hold up his pistols. Yeah, hold up yes, his pistols. Yes. Exactly right. Um. Uh, Kevin, we uh, we kind of skipped over it in the first segment. Uh, you know, people always look forward to is anything new going on in the world of law this week? Anything great going on? Anything cool? Anything interesting? We've settled probably in the last week five PI cases. Nice for personal injury. Personal injury cases. Yeah. Uh, and Not Chief Thomas Magnum PI. No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, that w- he's a he's <laughs> law enforcement. He can't be a private investigator and law enforcement at the same time. It's illegal. Well, when you're the chief, you get to do what you want. You know, it's good to be the king. You know, M- Mike likes to blend the characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> blended. Yeah, he, there's a lot of things about Mike that he likes blended, <laughs> like his ice cream. That's right. Um, we've also handled and resolved some pretty severe criminal matters with s- some nice results. Uh, for you, not the state. Well, probationary oh, okay. sentences okay. for our clients uh, when they were looking at mandatory minimum jail time that we were able to figure out a means by which they didn't have to do mandatory minimum jail time. Uh, uh, Polaroids? Some Polaroids? No, no. No? No? Nothing like that? Okay. S- suffice and, to say. And, and, legit and, stuff. Above and board stuff. Okay. why would I tell you how I did that? I would never <laughs> tell you. Listen. You law enforcement yeah. goombay you. I all, would never te- tell telephone, you. Telephone, telegraph, tell Mike. All, all I'm saying is. Uh, <laughs> That's right. That's do you know how hard it is to find film for a Polaroid these days? You know? Uh, ask Kodak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask Kodak. So. We, we can somehow. we can sum <laughs> all this up, Kevin. That uh, all of your clients got favorable results. I, I think they did. I didn't. I, nobody that I represent went to prison today. That's good. How about Alec? No. No. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> just, you know, there was a loophole there. I just wanted to be sure. You know, that's the old Denny Crane. Listen, I've got a perfect record. <laughs> Listen, this one's not going too well. Alan, I need you to take it for me. <laughs> Still undefeated. Still Denny undefeated. Crane. Denny Crane. Uh, well, that's good. That's good. We're happy for that. And uh, you know, that character is based on me. Right? I know that. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Watch wallet, gun, <laughs> yeah, knee, yeah. elbow, foot. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about open carry at the Republican National Convention. We've had a couple of things come up since then, and this is only uh, it's only a week, you know, week ten days old, so uh, two weeks old. I wanted to get you this story. Uh, if you recall, I was talking about it ahead of time. The police union out there in Ohio wanted to get. An executive order or some kind of, you know, emergency implementation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted he wanted the open carry law, the open carry standard, which is uh, Ohio is one of the 45 states that has open carry. And they wanted it mm, temporarily mm, surrendered. Uh, you know, maybe that's maybe that's wrong. Maybe uh, they they wanted to they wanted to remove that right for a brief period of time. At the RNC, yeah, it's, it's yeah. I think it's referred to as martial law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Just, uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. We're gonna take your guns uh, just because we want to. Um, well, the, you know, the police union went to it and they went to Governor Kasich there and said, uh, "Hey, 
we would like you to suspend Ohio's open carry law during the Republican National Convention. Or, or just in this county. Yeah, 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 yeah at least. Right. And uh, Kasich said, uh, uh, I don't have that authority. You know, I can, I can, he has a governor, he can impose a, uh, a security restrictions. He can impose, I don't know if Ohio has a martial law, uh, but he can put a curfew in place. Uh, but, you know, he, he looked at it and said, uh, no, not for that. You know, I can't, you can't do that. You know, listen, if there was, what's if there was the, what's already the, a riot what's and, the and fires, yeah, what's the emergency? Well, we think there might be. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're going to implement martial law because there's a meteor, maybe. Right. Because of because of uh, future potential future crimes. Right. You know. Wait. I saw that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Future crimes division, man. We're going to need you to come to jail with us because you did something in the future. You you thought about doing something. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly right. So, uh, open carry in Cleveland, Ohio, the Republican National Convention has been hyped by those that want to disarm the population. A scam petition was created to to open carry inside the convention floor, which was never true. Uh, it was run by a progressive to create problems for Second Amendment supporters. It didn't last or long, uh, last long or fool many. Uh, the the the, uh, the the location was a private concern. It's a private location owned by private individuals. It wasn't government. It was their decision to make. However, outside uh, public uh, public property, sidewalk streets was the concern of the government. And the government said, when asked by the police union, no, no, we're absolutely not going to uh, suspend open carry here uh, in, in, in Ohio, in Cleveland, in the county, whatever the county is there, uh, we're, we're not doing it. Uh, well, let me tell you, they had the Republican National Convention. You guys probably uh, watched it or saw it or heard something about it. Guess how many, guess how many incidents occurred because of the tremendous amount of people. And there was a large amount of people that decided to open carry at the oh, event. Yeah. There were people that actually drove uh, from from states away just because they, it was an open carry event where they could prove what wouldn't happen, mm-hmm. you know, in the case of lots of law enforcement, lots of politicians. Guess how many incidents occurred because of open carry? 800,000. Eight, that you'd be over plus or minus in the 800,000. Uh, actually, there's actually you'd be, zero. You'd, you'd be, Isn't there a two, a 3% room for error? No, that would only be in a, uh, a political poll. Oh, okay. Unless it was a poll done on behalf of Hillary Clinton, then it would be 100% plus or minus, <laughs> which is something else we learned you know, over the past week, that the polls were rigged. Um, so uh, there were did, none. Did you hear from the, the chief of uh, the New Bedford school system and the mayor of New Bedford who said that her statements about handicapped children not being able to go to school and she made it possible was... Absolute and utter balderdash. Hokum, I believe, is one of the words Hocum. they used. Hokum. She, a, she made it up. country guy, Dwight Hokum. It's, it's a lie, lie, lie. Yeah, well, yeah, clearly. Well, you, listen, would they lie to to get their point, to, to try and further their own agenda? No, they wouldn't and, do that. And apparently guy. steal and uh, take bribes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, everybody's going to have a hobby, right? Um, yeah, so, I, I, so. I'd like to have the hobby account in her money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Count de Monet. That was Count, from yes. That's uh, uh, he Blazing es- Saddles. He escaped that's right. from uh, prison. Count de Monet. Um, the, no, uh, that's the Count of Monte Cristo. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got zero incidents. Zero incidents. These guys were carrying rifles on their back. They were carrying these these so-called assault weapons that just shoot people randomly. No incidents. No incidents whatsoever at the RNC with hundreds of people open carrying outside. Uh, oh, it's it's Cuyahoga County. I'm sorry, Cuyahoga County. This just personifies an armed society as a polite society? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. Uh, we get back, we get some news from Chicago we're going to go over. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C. USA.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Hey, uh, listen, don't forget to go to the old Facebook there, the, the My Face, whatever it is, the Facebook, and check us out at, uh, uh, is, is it Arms, uh, Facebook, Radio, Arm, what is it, Earl? Facebook.com slash Arms Room Radio. Facebook.com slash Arms Room Radio. We need, uh, we need you to like us or give us the uh, the thumbs up or whatever, the happy face. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Evidently, we're uh, we are emojis. Yeah, they give yeah, us one yeah. of those the 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 emojis things. Um, at you know, it's I guess we win a Facebook prize. I don't know. I, you know, it just <laughs> it's a way we could tell how many people are listening to us. And oh, you're attention. killing me with the Facebook prize. You get a Facebook <laughs> prize. Get a Facebook. <laughs> they send you a check. It uh, shows up yeah. on your printer, I guess, and that's uh-huh. that's how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, so, they email you some time. Yeah. They e- oh, listen. If you could email me some time, we could actually get stuff done around here. Um, yeah. So so check that out. Make uh, make that happen. Uh, it's it's a good thing. Hey, listen. Uh, you 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 heard uh, you heard us talking. It's the old GunTech USA update. Uh, GunTech USA. We got. We actually got. We tricked them. We tricked them. I told them. Uh-huh. I told them. Uh-huh. Hey, hold on you, a second. You're uh, a sneaky man. I'll be right back to you. I'll be right back. And uh, I had Earl put him on the old line. I got uh, I got Phil from GunTech with us. How you doing, Phil? What's going on, fella? Hey, uh, not not much. Uh, we I'm I'm so happy to have you on. I know uh, schedules usually. Uh, don't work, and uh, you got the you got the children's there, and uh, so many responsibilities. I'm just glad glad we got you on here. Me too, me too. Glad to be on the show. Hey, you got uh, it's, it's a birthday week this week, isn't it? I think. Yeah, this Saturday, August sixth. There we go. There we go. That's it. Uh, you you, uh, you get you add another year to it. it. Just seems like just like last year we were celebrating your birthday. It's uh, oh, funny, I know. Time it's funny flies. how they come around that. <laughs> he, he's like twenty five, twenty six years old. Yeah, but he's but yeah, he's in Arizona. Yeah, so I'm with the, it's a dry heat. It's a dry. It's a dry birthday. So it's it's, he's birthday. actually closer to forty. Yeah, you know, with the way. Yes. With the way, unless you get the moisturizer, then you could keep your youth. But it's so dry out there; they they come up so. Yeah, quick. He's, he's kept his youth. He's kept his youth. <laughs> um, this guy. Yeah, this guy. Hey, uh, Phil, um, uh, you got yo. some new products that I want to talk to you about. Uh, Spotlights. How about the AR-15 Enhanced Trigger Group? Uh, that's our, um, yeah, that's new this summer. Right. The, um, they're polished. Um, it's the nickel uh, boron finish trigger group. Those um, things, 
we use them here at the shop. We put them in our guns. We get them from you. Those things, it's amazing. All you're doing Smooth. is polishing these. It takes the yeah. the creep out. It takes that that gritty, you know, rough metal of rough metal on rough metal surface away and makes it. Well, I hate to say it, but it makes it like butter. Yeah, but you point out these are U.S. made. U.S. made. Also, yeah. you know, everything's U.S. made. You get over there. Um, All U.S. made in Arizona. Yep. So that's uh, that's that's a great thing. Those those things flying off the shelf yet? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and, and then the other one, uh, which uh, which new I, products. Oh yeah. Um, it was uh, there was one I was going to tell you about. There's a new um, that we just released this week. It's a muzzle comp with a QD blast shield. We so we're looking at it right now. The QD shield. We're yeah, looking. that goes that twists over. Uh, these things are right off. Yeah, this week. Now, 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 tell me this: How do you, how how did you able, were able to get this approved without the ATF saying, "Wait a second, that looks like it might be something we don't like because it does something uh, that uh, it Suppre- doesn't doesn't suppressory. It doesn't ban what we what we say should be banned, but it looks like something that it shouldn't be. So we're going to object. Huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's um. I mean, it, yeah. But it's actually louder. Um, but yeah, they does, don't care. It does push the, um, <laughs> yeah, I know they don't care. They're, um, it's really a concussion device. So it gets rid of that concussion. So if you're standing next to somebody um, shooting, it's it's great on pistols actually. Yeah. The I like I'm buying you two of these. Really <laughs> the whole force of pressure forward. This um, is kind of like the the, the 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 cones that you guys have, um, but but, yeah. it, but it lets you convert from standard flash hider to the cone, so you can you can yeah. go and, and and throw the blast forward of you. Yeah, so you can take that on and off if you want to use it or or not. It's kind of cool. I love the way it goes on and off. It's got that, uh, you know, that detachable suppressor style that you guys know and love. But this is not. This is not a suppressor. It actually just uh, throws the blast forward. So if you're using something with a shorter barrel, mm-hmm. and let's say you're not using your suppressor on there, but you don't want that blast, you know, seven inches from your face as you, as you hold your exactly. pistol in front of you, this throws it forward. Yep, just a quick thread exactly. on and pushes up. everything forward. Muzzles blast goes downrange. Uh, it's 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 very cool. Now uh, Kevin's looking at something else here. I know he wants to ask you about. <laughs> oh, in those photographs, Phil, you you've got a uh, a forward grip, the skeletonized that, that forward looks grip. like the state of Florida. Oh, the new uh, yeah, the Airlight um, the Airlight forward grip. It's called yes, the, it's part of the Airlight series. Yeah, er- the Earl. New one. Yes, Earl Mini. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even yeah. tell you how many, just many, grip. Yeah, yeah. many. That uh, that's that's a Florida gun now. That's yeah. Look at that. That's I'm telling you, it's the state of Florida. It's the state of Florida. Yeah, well, the, actually, the, the uh, keys aren't there, but you know, part of the uh, it's a part of the Airlight series. There's a whole line of products now that we try to skeletonize to take the weight out of everything. So we we uh, cut as much out of everything as we could and uh, to lighten it up. That's one of those items in that line. So now we have a whole line of products called the Airlight series products and it's um, we have a minimalist stock we have a pistol grip that's cut out a forearm that's cut out um, and that angle grip was the last addition to that product line listen I've always been a big fan of the A2 grip everything else is just uh, I mean don't get me wrong they're nice but I, I but I grew up in the military on the A2 grip and I always <coughs> go with that old dog yeah old, old dog. dog exactly the the, the your, your skeletonized grip stays Kind of true to that shape, but you've cut out, like you said, you've 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 
it's it's uh, it's not plastic. It's the metal, so it, it it has the strength. You cut it out, and I like it because when you do those cutouts, it actually gives you extra extra grip on there. You know, it, so it's it's almost like uh, grabbing a, a you know knobby tires, you know, so to speak, as opposed yeah. to a smooth one. Um, sure, I, yeah. I I love and, um, it. I love them, and they're really uh, they're really streamlined. Putting them uh, up against the lower. They're, they're machined right up to butt up against any mil spec lower, so there's no there's no gap. It's not like a lot of the plastic grips, aftermarket plastic grips, where there's a little bit of a gap between the receiver and the grip on the back strap side or up and down the walls of the receiver. The, we machine these to be they run straight up. There's no break. If you ran your finger from the lower down the grip, there's no break and it's smooth. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's it's all sweet. You know, if you keep coming out with all these new products in the middle of the year like this, you're going to get the shot show and, uh, and have nothing left. Yeah, there'll be new stuff. There'll be new <laughs> stuff by then. I mean, I don't go on vacation. All I do is work. Yeah, listen, I, I hear you. I know. I know, I know what you mean. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, work is vacation. You know, it's, That's it's, right. It's, it's not home, so it's, it's vacation. Not that I need That's a vacation right. from home. I didn't mean it to sound that way. Wait, what's yeah. my wife doing today? Is she listening? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man, I think she's listening today. All right, I got to. Hey, uh, we may have to rewind the tape. Here, and, uh, and, and, and just keep keep going. So where's the dump button? Dump yeah. button. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we don't get in trouble here. I'll just say it was Alex. So we'll be good with that. Um, <laughs> was it me, honey? Yeah, it wasn't me. It was Alex. It was the one-armed man. <laughs> I've got two arms. Just well, well, Phil, we're looking at everything on the page. Listen, folks, if you don't if you don't jump on here and take a look at what they got, it's guntechusa.com. G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Uh, you know, we carry a whole line of it over at the arms room at. Uh, the uh, the East Orlando store, the Central Orlando store of it, uh, always armed. Our friends there have it. This and you could you could see around the country where they've got this stuff. If your local dealer doesn't have it, you need to tell them, hey, why aren't you carrying gun tech stuff? That's gun tech g u n t e c u s a dot com. It's just just awesome stuff. Hey, hey Phil, you know I've got the Spartan yeah. on one of my SBRs, and yeah. uh, I was at the safe table the other day, and the safe table was on a wooden platform. And somebody bumped it, and my rifle fell off the table, barrel down. It stuck into the ground on that wooden platform, like somebody yeah. dropped a yeah. No, the ground was blade. A, the ground was a was a wooden deck. Yeah, it was a wooden. So deck. the and prongs on that stuck it like he threw in, a knife at the ground. <laughs> and it stuck in the ground. My rifle didn't tip over; it just went. Doing. It's like yeah. yeah that Spartan saved the day. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that thing is like a like a cheap man's bayonet. Yeah, it really is. Brutal. You know, I, I described it to somebody the other day. Is It's like a helmet from the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, uh, Phil, we appreciate you jumping on with us uh, like this last minute. Uh, um, uh, sure. Tell the guys Anytime, I said hi. Thanks for having me. What's that? Thanks for having me, fellas. No problem. Tell Dad we said hi. Tell all the boys you we said it. hi, and uh, and we'll see you guys soon. You got it, guys. Take care. Take it easy, Phil. Thank you. That's Phil from uh, GunTech USA. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Check them out. You hear the commercials on here all the time. Their stuff is really top-notch, all-American-made kind of stuff. It's uh, it's wonderful. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. When we get back, now we're going to talk about Chicago. I promise. Liar.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys and the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Good-looking crowd there, Earl. Good-looking crowd. I, I don't know how you do it every week. You get them in here, get them tickets done, get them through security. Just doing my uh, job. Yeah, doing my job. Good-looking crowd. Good-looking crowd. He promises that they can pet Fred. Well, you know, listen, what what uh, what happens between a man and his beard and a group of people and a studio audience is uh, between them. It's, um, it's not for me to say. <laughs> Alex not for me to jealous. say. I am. Incredibly. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, uh, don't forget, coming up September 3rd, coming up quick, four weeks away, four weeks from today. Uh, at the Titusville Rifle and Pistol Club, it's the annual Arms Room Radio Machine Gun Shoot. Let them puppies go. Let, let the dog talk. Let them go. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's going to be great. There's going to be more machine guns uh, than, well, I, I think, I mean, I, I think Hillary's given more to ISIS than than we're going to have there. But but um, uh, there's going to be a lot of machine guns, 50 cals, 308s, uh, 556, uh, you know, 249s, 240s, M60s, just, just everything you can get. Uh, the Sten guns, Mac 10s, Mac 11s, Uzis, MP5s. There's just there's just a lot guns you would never normally be able to shoot. You can hop online, take a look at them at floridamachinegunshoot.com. That's floridamachinegunshoot.com. You take a look at it there, and uh, we hope you come join us at the machine gun shoot. Uh, I'm working on a Galil. We're, ooh, nice, mm. nice, very nice. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work well. That'll work well. Um, hey, listen, uh, Chicago. We 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 did talk to you about the RNC. Uh, the Republican National Convention with open carry. So what you had there were people that carried guns legally. Imagine that. People that carried guns legally, people that had, that had been through the background checks that uh, that are required, people that purchased firearms or inherited firearms or was, was gifted firearms from a family member, but people that legally owned firearms, and they open carried them. And there were, let me hold on, let me think. Kevin said 800,000, but he was exactly 800,000 wrong. There were zero, there were zero incidents of shootings involving, well, of, with those firearms, anything openly carried. And by the way, anything else legally carried that might have been concealed carry, there were no instances of shooting at the Republican National Convention there. Now, on the other hand, in the same time frame in Chicago, you guys know Chicago. Uh, you know, uh, the the Bears, the Bears are there. The, the Bears. Bears. The Bears. Um, Bulls. The Cubbies, who have not won a World Series Shut championship up. in over 100 years. Leave um, my Cubbies alone. The, the, that's all right. They had the, the new guy, the White Sox, do it back in 05. I was so. there when it happened last time. Yes, yes. Uh, what else? We got the we got the Blackhawks. They they continue to do their thing. The Bulls, they do their thing. It's been a few years, but they do their thing. But uh, uh, not not with the Cubbies. But anyway. Month of July in Chicago. And Month of July. Let me hold you up. And arguably some of the strictest gun laws in the oh, country. Absolutely. Listen, this okay. is a gun free mm-hmm. zone. Uh-huh. Chicago's a gun free zone. Pretty you much can't, the whole whole city. You can't buy a gun. They they've they've outlawed any FFLs in the city. Well apparently uh, they can just find them laying on the ground. But they they're just walking around. That's they're walking I around. That freely. was New York. That's New York. That's well they've New York. they've migrated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, if it's above the Mason Dixon line, it's all the same as yeah, far as I'm true. concerned. Very true. The uh in, in Chicago, with some of the strictest gun laws in the country, uh, your, your, your president's hometown, eh, allegedly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <Ooh. laughs> they have 
in the month of July, 441 shooting victims. 441 shooting victims. That was a total of 362 shooting incidents. So some of them had multiple victims. Yeah, if, yeah. You know, that's just the way it goes. Uh, 65 murders due to gun violence in Chicago in July. The same month that just a couple hundred miles away over there in Ohio, in Cleveland, the Republican National Convention goes off without incident in a legally carried, open carry, concealed carry state. Do we have any idea of how many people were in attendance, i.e. walking around openly carrying firearms? Do we have any idea? You know, the the number I heard, and, you know, that wasn't one of those things, you know how gun people are, you know, you could count them, but uh, they just want to exercise their right. They're not looking to be interviewed and be be a spectacle. Mm -hmm. The number I heard was uh, 800 people. Okay. So 800 people walking around a crowd of, now remember, we're talking about the people outside. You know, a couple thousand, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people outside trying to get that glimpse or, you know, the mm-hmm. uh, a quick quick snapshot of, of people coming in and out. So, uh, you know. Well, uh, uh, it suffices to say 800 people actively walking around in a crowd yeah. with with other, with other possibly thousands of other people. Right. Zero incidents. Zero incidents. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And the people that were outside, they were also carrying concealed because concealed carry is legal oh, yeah. with the oh, proper yeah. licensure and everything like that in Ohio. So that was going on there also. And no no incidents of people legally carrying a firearm, using it to get in an Old West shootout because you stepped on my shoe, boy. Uh-huh. You know, you, you know, you, you scuffed my boot. You scuffed my boot. You know, it's time to dance. You know, there was none of that going on. Like <laughs> it's like a it's mat predicted. mess with a man's hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. None of that. None of that. New crime numbers released by the Chicago Police Department show that while there was a decline in murders this month compared to last month, it was the deadliest July in at least five years. According to CPD, 65 people were killed. And this was, as we said, 441 shooting victims during the month of July. 72 people uh, were killed in June due to gun violence. So, listen, uh, you know, there's, there's more. I guess the aim was better in June than it was in July because we had, we had less shootings but more deaths. And this month we had more shootings but less deaths. So... Uh, or maybe maybe they weren't using good ammo. Maybe all the good ammo was gone, Kevin. I don't, they were just using, uh, I don't know, rock salt or something this time. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe uh, they're shooting from farther away because they're afraid they're going to get shot back at. Could be. Could could be. Because, you know, the neighborhood decided they would retaliate when you roll in and start shooting us up. They yeah. get shot back. Yeah. Uh, murders are up from July of 2015, where 53 people were murdered. Uh, so far this year, these numbers are absolutely ridiculous. So far this year, 381 people killed in Chicago due to gun violence. 2,394 people shot. 2,394 people shot. This is, this is ludicrous. I don't know how you can sit around and go, well, oh my goodness, all these innocent people are getting shot. Let's outlaw guns. Uh, newsflash, folks. The it guns have been on. outlawed for over 20 years. This is the same results... That we're seeing out of Australia, whereas you may have an initial initial decline after the after the bans, but it took a matter of two three years for the for the the bad guys to say, wait a second. So what you're telling me is all the victims out there are unarmed because they're law abiding citizens. Hmm, sounds like a target rich environment. Yep, and even uh, you mentioned Australia, England, where. 
firearms have been outlawed for a long time. Uh, in London, particularly, because of due to the increase in severity of violence, they're adding 600 armed officers. And they're not just, you know, officers packing a pistol. We're talking long guns, rifles. Uh, they look like SWAT team members, uh, honestly. And they're even uh, putting them on a motorcycle uh, so they can have a very rapid response and get into all the different Wait, areas. They're putting the cops on the motorcycle or they're yep. arming the motorcycles? Nope. Because uh, that would be cool. <laughs> the armed, yes. the <laughs> armed officers are on motorcycle. Okay, I think it's some sort of like Batman, you know, yep. with the with the fifty cal be, on it. That would be Batgirl. This, this is another reason. No, he had a motorcycle. No, in the bat, second hey, one. Hey, Batgirl. Hey, oh, hey, sorry. Back right, on task. Focus. Focus. Back, got focus. It, got it, got focus. It, got it. Thank focus. you. <laughs> this is another reason to give us a like on Facebook. You can stay up to date. Uh, this is I'm referencing an article I I uh, put on or shared on our Facebook page. I think it was Wednesday. So you can kind of stay yeah. up to date on, on stuff like that when I come across them. Yeah, Earl, Earl's uh, he's on top of this stuff. He posts this stuff all the time. So yeah, you guys, I do uh, what I can. So well, you know, it's it's better than I'm doing. You know, I'm, listen, <laughs> I, know. I, I post something on the Twitter and I get suspended. So uh -huh, you're you're not uh -huh. there yet. Um, uh, Chicago Police Department recovers more guns per capita compared to any other police department in the United States. Johnson said that's the police superintendent. Police have taken down more than 120 gang members and seized 5,000 guns so far this year. Let me hold on. Let me think about this. Um, they don't manufacture guns in Chicago, so these guns must be illegal. These must be felons and convicts and criminals illegally possessing guns, and the victims have none, which means we get a lot of victims and shooting incidents and murders. I, you know, I, I don't just. I but just they don't know. hold repeat offenders accountable, so they don't, don't implement mandatory sentencing for gun crimes. On someone who's already been convicted of a gun, hold crime. them accountable. They let them out the door and give them another gun. Evidently, on the way they, out the they door, they issue them. Yeah. All right. Look, listen, we confiscated uh, this from you, but you have the right to have it back. That ties up the first hour. We get back. We got a bunch more stuff to talk to you about. Lieutenant Bill will be back the first. Or excuse me. Uh, uh, during this next hour, we have we've got some good stories. I've got a story out of Georgia. Uh, a, a, a police official there was suspended because of something kind of crazy she did. And then we're going to talk to you about the ATF and compliance. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Have a good break. We'll see you in a little bit. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Yeah, we are. Uh, we are we're hour number two. 
starting off here. Uh, listen, we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. We're going to give you some military updates, some law enforcement updates, some industry updates, uh, all gun-related. Uh, my name is Mike. I am your guide today. I am not wearing a red pullover uh, Starfleet uniform, as, uh, He's lying as some people would, would, uh, would indicate. Gold. Uh, it's gold. It's, well, I wouldn't go with command. I mean, well, it depends on what era we're talking about also, because they change those colors so rapidly and frequently. Uh, you know, from one show to the other, but uh, anyway, he's yeah. actually a rebel. He's he's, he's got leading the, rebel. the away mission. That's, that's all it. I'm, I'm in charge of the away mission. There we go. Believe me, I've negotiated for him. He's a Ferengi. <laughs> <laughs> I got some skills. I got some skills. Uh, hey, listen, let's go around the room real quick. On my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Doctor Corporate approved memos. On my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, Mr. Kevin Negotiator-in-Chief Maxwell. <laughs> Just call me Q. Call him Q. You're omnipotent. <laughs> and on the right, kind of sitting close, the samurai sidekick, the Padawan learner, Mr. Alec Weber. Peanut it's butter peanut gel. butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly time! Wait till I do that in certain parts when we start clapping. Oh. <laughs> and now everybody knows what kind of physical fitness fitness you have. That's it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. None. Too much peanut butter jelly. Yeah. 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 Whatever a man and a dog and a jar of peanut butter do is all up to Alec. That's disgusting. Um, well, it's not cheating. It's your dog. You get it? It's your dog. Your dog. <laughs> uh, hey, um... I wanted to. Oh, or, I'm sorry. I, I I'm just going to skip a step here. <laughs> How can the good people get a hold of us out there in Arms Room Radio Listener Land? We have several different ways. They can give us a call here in the Caltech Studios, eight five 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 four five one zero two five. That's eight five 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 four five one zero two five. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. They can send us a message on Facebook. Facebook.com slash armsroomradio and saving your favorite for last. They can send us a message on Twitter at armsroomradio. Go Twitter. I, I keep Mike off of it so it doesn't get suspended. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Georgia. Something coming out of Georgia. I want you guys Georgia? to take a look at a little, little issue out of Georgia. This is kind of ridiculous. I, w- I definitely want the legal... Input on this. Don't start with me. I think it's political speech, but go ahead. Well, that's, what I, that's where, where we're going to go. Um, a Georgia police sergeant uh, was fired for flying the Confederate flag at her house. Okay. Now, on the surface, just the title alone says, hmm, okay, let's, 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 uh, let's figure out what's going on here. You know, is she one of those people that believes this is a heritage thing? She believes it's a hate issue. She believes it's her, her right as a Georgian. You know, what? let's, let's, let's. Let's investigate. I'm not going to make a decision based on the title of this article. Yes, you will. No, no, I wasn't. No, why do you not allow any of your troopers to carry a Confederate flag during their service under your command? Let's let's get to the story, and then we'll go there. I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll give you that answer. That's definitely something I want to talk about. Um, A Roswell, Georgia, police sergeant was fired from her job this month for flying the Confederate battle flag in front of her house. She's currently appealing the termination, she said this past Tuesday. But this is what this is where I went. Oh no, no, no! You just lost me. You just any any valid reason you had, you just lost me. Uh, she said she had no idea the flag was controversial. 
she'd living under a rock? Yeah, evidently. I mean, listen, Georgia's a Georgia's a great place. Roswell is not in the middle of. It's not an island in the middle of Georgia that nobody mm, else has ever visited yeah. in let the time that uh, the land of time forgot. This is Roswell, Georgia. It's a big town. Uh, you know, it's it's a, you, you have to go through Roswell to get to everywhere else. So when she says, "Oh, I I had no idea the flag was controversial," that's you would have been better saying, um, "No comment. Talk to my attorney." <laughs> you, you know, yeah. uh, uh, am I wrong there? When you hear that, Kevin, when you hear somebody say yeah, I, I that got, nonsense, I, I got to tell you. Uh, you know what this smells like? This smells like she knows somebody's embezzling money from the department, <laughs> and they needed to get rid of her in a hurry. Yeah. Um, so this, there's, you don't send IA out because somebody's got a flag in their yard. You know, you send IA out because they've got a sign in their yard for the guy that's going to run against the current sheriff. Yeah. That's why you send right. IA right. out. Right. Uh, in an interview with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the former police sergeant said she had been flying the battle flag below the American flag in front of her Woodstock house for more than a year with no complaints from neighbors or passersby. Uh, so she was surprised this week, on July 11th, when detectives within her department's Internal Affairs Division notified her that she was being investigated for conduct unbecoming an officer on or off duty. Evidently, a passerby that saw the flag flying in front of the house filed a complaint with the department. As soon as she was notified of the complaint, she removed the flag. Four days later, she was fired. And again, I think what troubles me the most is when that she was made aware of this, she said, oh, I didn't know that flag was controversial. That's like putting a burning cross in your yard and going, what? I don't, I'm sorry, what's the problem? No, it's not. I don't get the problem. It's not the same thing. That is not the <laughs> same thing. That You know what? That That's... Well, you know what? I hang my sheets out to dry on a line. Oh, well, then you're in the clan. That's, okay. That's, yes. Well, not just the sheets, but the pointed hoods that go with them. It's a pillowcase. <laughs> it's a pillow it's not a pointed hood. It's a one-pointed pillowcase. Um, now, what if I hung a Black Lives Matter sign in front of my house and I'm a police sergeant? Oh, that's okay. Well, well, you know what? Nobody would say anything to you because they're afraid. Well, yeah, sure. They're afraid yeah. of the president and uh, yeah, one of the afraid. possible heirs to the throne, which she may... Uh, she may suicide you if you know if you if you cross her. Um, here here's here's one of my issues with this. Um, the flag of Alabama has it is is designed based on the this, the rebel stars and bars. It has the the, the which was based on the Union Jack, which is based on the Union Jack. We have the flag of Mississippi, which still has the stars and bars. We have the flag of Florida, which still has the the bars across it. With the, it, the as the Florida symbol state seal superimposed over it, we have the flag of Hawaii, which has the Union Jack in it. But these yeah. people, uh, evidently, it's okay to have those flags flying. But I mean, Arizona looks like the rising sun of Japan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It is. It's always reminded me of the cross between the North Vietnamese flag and the Japanese rising sun flag. But it's Arizona. It's too hot to look up at the flag anyway <laughs> because the sun's up there and you'll burn your retinas. That's what they're trying so, to warn you. Don't yeah, look up. Yeah, exactly. Don't you'll, look up. you'll lose your sight. Um, so so this has always gotten me where these other flags are okay, but uh, we know South Carolina had some issue with it. Georgia changed their flag. Georgia changes their flag about every 10 years anyway. Uh, and it no longer has it on there, but she had the battle flag on there. Now, my, my contention's always been, as Kevin alluded to earlier, is I wouldn't let soldiers have this flag under my command uh, this is why we're deployed. This is not what they do at their home. What they do at right. their home is what they do at their home. Deployed, I wouldn't let them have the flag because it is a symbol of a defeated army of the Federal Army of the United States. 
Right. I wouldn't let you fly the uh, a flag of, of Italy. Of, yeah, Italy. Or excuse me, the Mus- old Mussolini's, Mussolini's flag. Yeah, right. or the Nazi flag. Same reason. You don't let yeah. defeated battle flags be flown. Right. You can carry them around as a keepsake because you captured them. Correct. But Correct. That's all. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. To Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, you just heard from our good friend, Mr. Alan Gottlieb. He's the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. He's also chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. You can join him and us at the 31st Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference. That's the GRPC, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. It's this year in Tampa, Florida, coming up in, uh, what's this, six weeks away, seven weeks away, September 23rd, 24th, and 25th. So come out and uh, meet your national gun rights leaders. Trust me, it's getting to be that time of year, folks. Yeah, you want to know what's going on. You want to see people standing up for your rights on the state level and on the national level, even the local community level. Groups from all over the uh, the state will be there. All over the country will be there. So come on and check it out. It's saf.org. That's secondamendmentfoundation.org slash grpc. Or just go to saf.org and you'll see the grpc logo. Uh, hey, uh, on the line with us today, we have uh, we have with them. Geez, no, hope, hopefully nobody's shooting at him. Uh, we have Lieutenant Bill with us, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. How's it going, Lieutenant Bill? Hey guys, how's it going? I had a duck there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Earl! Flashback. Like he doesn't Flashback. have enough stress enough going on out there. That, you know? that was that was him. <laughs> Incoming. Um, hey, 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 what's going on, <laughs> Bill? Before we get too too much into the topic you have selected for us. We we just went over there was a there's a police sergeant in Georgia. She lost her job because she had a Confederate battle flag on her flagpole out front. Under I, the US flag. Underneath the US flag. I, I don't want you to to judge. I'm just curious to, to know if if you have any policy at your agency or the agencies you've worked with or for or around, anything like this for they called it conduct unbecoming for an officer on or off duty. Uh we do have a policy uh, for conduct unbecoming. Yes, we do. Do you think you could, uh, you know, with the, let's say, let's say you were a, let's do this. Let's say you were a prosecutor in Baltimore, Maryland. Do you think you could stretch this that far to say it was conduct unbecoming? Well, if I was a prosecutor in in the city of Baltimore, absolutely I could. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't mean I could, I could get a conviction on it. (laughs) Exactly right. You know, there's a judge there who has common sense, yep, but yep. I can bring the charges. Yep. Is, you, um, is there a policy and procedures manual that you have in place that might prohibit something like this? Uh, there's, well, there's a policy. You can, it all depends on how the, the chief 
wants to interpret that policy. Yeah. Right, right. I want her gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, that's what this sounds like to I us. I mean, officer unbecoming of a, of an, uh, conduct unbecoming of an officer is a very amorphous term. Yeah, I think this yeah, is one of those things where we'll have to find out the, the Paul Harvey on this. We'll it's need to know the rest m- of the story. M- moral turpitude yeah. clauses yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's gonna have I remember that movie. How, you know, how this is going to, uh, how this impacted her conduct on the job if if there there was any. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, though, Bill, this um, this the, this story obviously there'll be more to it. We'll figure it out in a future date. The thing that I held back from you, and that this strikes me as weird, is when she was confronted about this flag being in her front yard. Her statement was, "I had no idea the flag was controversial." <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the response that that makes me say, "Wow, there really is some more to this that we're going to need to figure out." Yeah, yeah. There so. Is. We'll keep updated on that. We'll get your opinion on that further uh, down the line. Uh, Bill, uh, uh, get some uh, some interesting happenings going on with an officer from the Metropolitan D.C. Transit Police this week. Yeah, here we go, circling all the way back to our nation's capital again. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the Washington, D.C. Metro Transit Police had an officer arrested uh, for providing material support to ISIS. Uh, officer Nicholas Young... Uh, who's been with the department since 2003, was arrested uh, this past Wednesday morning uh, by the FBI. Now, what he did was uh, what seems trivial. Well, it's not trivial, but he provided a gift card in the amount of $245 uh, to uh, ISIS through an unnamed messaging service. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that was intercepted by the FBI. So basically, he gave $245 uh, to the FBI in uh, this past July. Uh, but what I found curious was he's been under investigation by the FBI since 2010. Uh, <laughs> he, he converted to Islam back in 2010. Uh, he's been a known associate uh with two convicted uh, Islamic sympathizers uh, and why he was still allowed to perform his duties as a law enforcement officer raises red flags to me. But I, I, Bill, I'll tell you, from my point of view, having been in, in a similar industry, not law enforcement, but sort of clandestine, it's easier to watch him when he's got to clock in. And you know where he's yeah. going to be. True. Yes, but here, here's the thing to that. He himself traveled to Libya uh, and admitted <laughs> in his interviews with the FBI that he went there to join forces to overthrow Gaddafi. Uh, when he was searched by customs, he had body armor. He had uh, a Kevlar helmet. Uh, and he was going over there to fight with them to throw overthrow Gaddafi. Uh, in 2014, he dressed up as Jihad Johnny uh, for a <laughs> Halloween party uh, and carried around a stuffed orange jumpsuit that was headless uh, to simulate, you know, a, a, a hostage that he had beheaded. Okay, uh, okay, okay, I get this. All right, he, want, he wanted to... Go fight against Gaddafi, who's our enemy. So that's okay. And he, 
He didn't have anything to try and take a gun through the airport. He had some body armor and a helmet. Then he had a really, really, really good Halloween costume. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's look at his two known associates. That one of his associates uh, was arrested for attempting to detonate a suicide vest uh, at the Capitol. <laughs> So, well, that's just uh, a misunderstanding. You know, he was, you know. Okay, well, Mr. <laughs> Kalafi was, was uh, Amini El Kalafi uh, was arrested for, in 2012, right. for attempting to detonate an explosive vest at the U.S. Capitol building. Uh, and his other associate, uh, associate, for those of you who are South Park fans, uh, Zachary <laughs> Chesser. Now, Zachary Chesser was the one who threatened to kill the 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 two makers from South Park yeah when they were going to create a Muhammad character right uh, on yep. the South Park show uh, both of these these people are uh, you know terrorist sympathizers uh, and per, you know were both arrested and convicted uh, I believe uh, both got 20 to 25 year prison sentences. Uh, in our Al Qaeda affiliates, you know, I, I sat and I and I was thinking about one of the points you made there. This guy's been under investigation for six years. Six years they've been taking a look at him, um, and we had the uh, the the terrorist shooter at the Orlando nightclub, who they looked at on and off a couple of times over two three years, but never for more than a couple of weeks at a time. And I figured out, you know, my my thought was, well, how can that be? How can that possibly be? Uh, you know, this guy gives a gift card and he's got the FBI up his butt for six years. And we've got a guy that kills 49 people as a terrorist, and they look at him for a couple weeks. And I, and I finally figured out why this guy had it for six years, and the other guy only had it for a couple of weeks. And, and I figured it out. Um, the FBI headquarters is right near there in D.C. They didn't have to pay any per diem or travel expense. Well, yeah, there you go. But here's, it's cheap, here's cheaper, to, cheaper to look at this guy. Is he's a law enforcement officer? Right. Not only did he do these things, he 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 converted to Islam. Which okay, that's fine. You want to convert to Islam and you want to have your religious beliefs. Right. That's okay. Sure. He associates with two known Al Qaeda associates. Uh, he travels to a foreign country yeah. to engage in uh, conflict, and he espouses. Uh, Islamic threats and, and, and terroristic threats yep. in his interviews with the FBI. But here's the problem that I have as a police administrator. Uh, when he does his interview, he also states that he has admitted to dressing up in Nazi garb. Uh, he collects his Nazi par uh, uh, memorabilia. And he also has a Nazi tattoo on his neck of the yeah. German eagle. Come on, come on. Yeah, somebody needs to go back and review this guy's uh, his medical eval file. <laughs> Um, well, Bill, we're, we're coming up on the uh, we're coming up on the break here, so I, I know we we could talk about this one for another hour, but uh, we gotta we gotta say goodbye and uh, and thank you for joining and uh, hey don't and he, don't forget to stay safe out there. And Absolutely, uh, brothers and sisters, watch your six, stay safe, go home at night. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Lieutenant Bill will be back next week, and we'll be back next segment.
listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Hey, this is Mike. Uh, I want to take a second to talk to everybody uh, before we get into Fallen Hero. Uh, as you guys know, and the guys let you know last week, um, my, my father passed away. He, was, he wasn't just a hero to me. He was a hero to a lot of people. 52 years he served in uniform. Uh, in the U.S. Navy for four years, uh, as a cop for 48 years. You heard last week Earl read a very emotional uh, obituary. Uh, you know, it, it was, uh, was, uh, was you, you, did him, you did him well, Earl, and it was, it was tough for you to get through. I could hear that in your voice, but thank you for doing that. It was unexpected. Uh, and, and to answer Kevin's question, yes, I do listen to the program when I'm not on it. <laughs> I'm not a narcissist, not totally. You, you are a narcissist. You <laughs> um, wanted to criticize how poorly we did while you weren't here. No, I, I actually thought you guys did a very good job, mostly. And, <laughs> but I, again, I want to say thank you for, for doing that, Earl. Um, while we were at the funeral, again, he was a law enforcement officer, died on duty, uh, had a heart attack, uh, 48 years on the job. Um, and where it wasn't, he didn't take a bullet, uh, according to uh, the, the Florida law and the law of many other states, he had a heart attack on duty. Uh, that's considered an on-duty injury, an on-duty death. It's just like getting in a traffic accident and being being killed. Again, it's not a it's not a man-to-man confrontation with a bad guy, but um, it's an on-duty it's an on-duty death. So that's where I know the the boys thought here it would be a, appropriate to put him in, and I did I did also um, at the the funeral. If you've ever been to a law enforcement funeral, ever seen the highlights of a law enforcement funeral, one of the things they do. Uh, at the very end of the service as they do what's what's called the the last call they'll play over the radio um the the dispatch center uh, keep trying to call him one last time and then acknowledging um that he's passed and he's gone and he's out of service for good um so i'm going to play this it's just about a minute long that the the tribute from the the county he worked in the, the Putnam County Sheriff's office called him as the chief of police, we lack a one. This is call sign, we lack a one. Um, so this is their tribute to him that's done for law enforcement officers that, that, that die either, you know, in the line of duty or, you know, while still an active law enforcement officer. Um, and so, again, you're going to hear some tones. If you're a cop, you're a fireman, you're going to hear the alert tones come out. Don't panic and pull off the road. It's, it's coming from your radio, okay? Um, Earl, if you would. All units stand by. We'll lack a one. Putnam SO do we'll lack a one. This is a final radio call for we'll lack a one. Chief Charlie as he reports to his final duty station. We recognize Chief Charlie's dedicated and compassionate service to the citizens of New York City, Bay Harbor Islands, Wallachia, and our country during his more than 52 years of public service in law enforcement in the U.S. Navy. Thank you for your service, Chief. 
We'll echo one ten eighty seven ten forty two. Good night. Putnam County SO clear. Audience resume normal traffic. Kilo India Charlie eight zero five. And that's it, Earl. Thank you. Um, that's what you'd hear at the service. Uh, I don't care uh, who you are if you manage to stay strong through the service and and uh, not break down when when you hear that. It it just uh, the blubbering starts. Um, I just want to point out I didn't even realize it. I've never you know uh, been on the eh, a couple of times when I had to work in that area. Never been on the radio. In the morning when my father was on the radio and he'd have to, you know, call in and do a 10-8 and in-service or do a 10-7 out of service at the end of his shift. Um, just just who he is. Uh, you know, I don't know where he picked it up from. The proper procedure is call sign, you know, and, and, and 10 code or call sign and signal. That's all you give. Uh, according to the police dispatch captain there, he would always come on duty in the morning and say, well, ACA 1, 10-8. Good morning, ma'am, or good morning, ladies, or, or good night, ma'am. Good night, ladies. Good night, gentlemen. Uh, so when you heard them say on there, good night, that was their added extra little tribute to him. So uh, thanks again for you guys taking care of me last week, taking care of stuff, and uh, letting us play that for you for you this week. And uh, uh, I think we'll we'll probably get that up some point. We'll put that on uh, online for you guys if, you, if everybody wants to. Take a listen to it again. I know we sprung it on you pretty quick. Um, all right. Uh, Going to miss you, Dad. It won't be the same without you. And uh, it's time to get back to some uh, some radio program. If you'd like to get a hold of Max Law Orlando, there's a couple of different ways that you could do it. You could reach him on facebook.com slash downtown attorneys. You can reach us at maxlaworlando.com. Call the office. It's 407-480-2179. And there's always the good old Twitter at Max Law Orlando. Uh, thank you, Alec. Thank you, Kevin, for um, always always sponsoring, uh, always sponsoring us, always sponsoring. You're the, very welcome. The, the, the fallen hero. Um, listen, uh, we're going to talk to you about ATF. I want to talk to you about ATF. This is an article that came up uh, this past week. The ATF <laughs> has not been fully compliant deleting records. Surprise, um, surprise, surprise. Now, we've said to you before, this is something that the ATF has, has always said. There's no database. There's no database for people that have bought and sold guns. We do the background checks, and then that, that information is eliminated. It's gone. So we can't have a backdoor registration. Well, well, evidently, not so much. Uh, federal agency tasked with regulating firearms has been inconsistent in deleting sales records especially those of -of out-of-business gun dealers, according to the Government Accountability Study published this past Monday. The GAO looked at four of the 16 databases regarding retail sales maintained by ATF. The four selected are used to trace firearms recovered at crime scenes back to the original buyer. Earl, we do a pretty good business of firearm sales, and we get traces once a week, something like that, Uh, you know. I believe I received two this week. Yeah, so, and that's just simply, you know, there's there's been a gun found Mm-hmm. Lost property. It was at a crime scene. It was just you know somebody found it, and they start back from the manufacturer and and try and work their way back to see if they could figure out who the last uh, rightful owner was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and if there's a criminal investigation, and maybe it gives them a clue into how the gun ended up there, right. or or it's just been surrendered to police because the person who has it doesn't want it anymore. Yeah, exactly. They run the trace on those. Yeah. Yes. Uh, according to the study, the GAO found in general ATF was compliant with the Appropriations Act that prohibits consolidating federal firearms license records, 
but identified records in three systems that were supposed to be deleted. The study showed ATF's Access 2000 system, while deleting records of federal firearms license holders still in business, they had records from the out-of-business dealers as well. Now, just so people know, when a, when a gun store goes out of business, they box up all the records they have and they mail them to the ATF, and the ATF then secures them, locks them away, and they don't look at them because they wouldn't want to be creating a database of firearms owners, which is illegal, determined by this by the assuming the Supreme Court under the Second Amendment. And so they just lock them up and put them there until that person's information, excuse me, the the, the manufacturer says ABC gun store went out of business, right? We sold at ABC gun store and ATF checks, well, the ABC gun store is out of business. It's in our vault. Let's go pull them out. That's how that's supposed to happen. Uh, the, the, the ATF Access 2000 system, or A2K, provides servers for National Tracing Center personnel to electronically search participating FFL records at their premises. As the GAO inspectors were conducting the study, uh, they, acknowledged that the issue, they acknowledged the issue and deleted the records in March of 2016. Firearm Recovery Notification Program generally complied with the restriction, but a program operating 2000 to 2009, 2007 to 2009 did not. Evidently, it was a glitch that allowed ATF agents to access that data well beyond when it was supposed to be accessed. Oops. Uh, the system maintains information on firearms the agency suspects of being involved in criminal activity, even though they haven't been recovered by law enforcement. ATF canceled the program in 2009, but evidently did not delete any of the related data until March of 2016 when it was discovered during the audit. Uh, lastly, the study found that the ATF inconsistently adhered to its own policy of deleting multiple sales records. This is done when, depending on where you are in the country, there's some extra provisions for long rifles along the border, thanks to Fast and Furious, or if you buy two handguns within a 10-day period, it goes into a special database. ATF is supposed to delete these. Evidently, they didn't, and they found more than 10,000 names in this system. I wonder if they found any serial numbers from Fast and Furious. Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely oh, yeah, not. So, so there's some recommendations uh, that the ATF made, excuse me, GAO made, and it basically said, uh, stop screwing up. Um, <laughs> you know, don't, don't screw the pooch here anymore. All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. we get back, we're going to talk to you in the final segment about campus carry in Texas. We'll see you after the break. To Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, uh, don't forget, don't forget, we have the Titusville Rifle and Pistol Club annual Arms Room Radio Machine Gun Shoot coming up September 3rd. That's just four weeks away. Just a month away. Well, a month at least. February, I guess. Technically under a month, but born 
28 days. But So the annual machine gun shoot coming up September 3rd, the Titusville Rifle and Pistol Club. Check it out at floridamachinegunshoot.com, floridamachinegunshoot.com. There's going to be vendors. There's going to be food trucks. There's going to be... Uh, there's going to be uh, our, our friends from uh, the Florida, Florida Fishing uh, Radio Show. They're going to be out there. We're going to be out there. Machine so guns. Machine guns. Yeah, you're going to have machine guns, silencer, suppressor hour. Check out the website, floridamachinegunshoot.com. Once you go there, you can see the whole link to the whole Facebook page and all of that. By the way, speaking of Facebook pages, speaking of Facebook pages, I believe it's next week, perhaps the week after that. We've got, we've got a treat for you. We've got a special treat. We... Uh, you we're going to be able to you're going to be able to s- listen to the program and when the program is is live you're going to be able to tune in on the old Facebook page the the arms the face what is it Earl? facebook.com/armsroomradio facebook.com/armsroomradio you're going to be able to watch us on the live Facebook this, feed this is what this blue camera looking thing that's is what the for. blue camera is that's facing towards <laughs> you now we'll we'll switch seats or yeah, we'll just yeah, we we'll we'll or something like this that this thing looks up my nose right now yeah, this, <laughs> this is not we'll, good. we'll get it we'll get it done <laughs> and <laughs> um, so you'll be able to you'll be able to tune in and there will people who will go blind so, when yeah. they watch do, me on the radio. Do you do do you care to recant your statement of 180 pounds of radio steel and sex appeal? No, I will no, admit, I, I, no, will admit, I have a makeup artist that worked for Disney <laughs> for years, and when she's done with me, you won't be able to tell that I'm not perfect. I'll look like Fabio. I mean, just you know, long right, right after the hair. duck hit him on the roller coaster. Yeah, right? Easy, <laughs> easy, um, easy. The um. Uh, I uh, I will I will recant Earl. I am currently at 185 pounds. Oh, okay. Of radio okay. Scale and sex okay. So I I can curl that. I could 185 pounds. You can. 16 you can. ounces at a time. Yes. Hey, exactly right. you just exactly. can exactly stop right. helping me. <laughs> uh, if I could reach you from right now, I would pinch you. Uh huh. Uh-huh. August 1st in on August 1st, Texas became a campus carry state. Here's what you need to know. If you're listening in Texas or you happen to be uh, around the country and plan on visiting a Texas campus soon or you're just curious because you're a Second Amendment supporter and you want to know what other companies are doing to be progressive in their gun laws. Or you're sending your child to Texas to go to university. Because it's a safer place to be now. Just, just, Just so we're clear. After months of meetings, protests, and political debates, the time has come. It's legal to carry handguns into university buildings in Texas. The state's new campus carry law passed in 2015 went into effect Monday, August 1st. Here's what it means at schools across the state. First off, because you, you, heard all the, you heard all the nonsense and panic, not everyone gets to carry guns. Guess who gets to carry guns, Kevin? People with concealed weapons permits. Yeah, people that could carry guns outside of campus before. Right. Legally. So they, they're not disarmed by crossing the imaginary line of campus border. Bingo. Campus carry only applies to people... Who have asked? Excuse me. Who have concealed, concealed carry licenses? This only applies to people that have concealed carry licenses. That means, except with a couple of very, very few exceptions, you have to be over 21. You have to take the state-approved training to have a concealed handgun. You have to have a background check. All of those things have to occur before you can get a concealed weapons permit in Texas. If you're a, a terrorist sympathizer, you have to disclose that during the interview process. Yeah. yeah. Um, that means the majority of those, those traditional students, uh, let's see, graduate at 18, maybe 18, 19 years old, starting college. That means your freshman, your sophomore, your juniors, they're not going to be able to carry. So, so what that means is data senior. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> there will be some. There will be some that uh, that have uh, that are under twenty one. Those those are uh, those that are active duty military. If you're in Texas and you're active duty military and you're nineteen years old, they allow you to apply for a concealed weapons license. So you can also date a soldier. Correct. Now, if you're active duty military, you, the chances though of you attending classes as a traditional student are very few. You might catch the guy taking one or two classes in the evening. But or that's where he got sent. That's his duty station. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you, you do have the old uh, the, the, the green to gold program. I don't know yeah. how many Texas uh, places uh, uh, have that uh, program going on. Yeah, that but was, there's that was when I was in college. Well, there still, yeah. it still exists. It's, it's the bootstrap program. Right. Um, for instance, uh, at, te- at the University of Texas at Austin, uh, officials estimate that fewer than 1% of students will have this license. But this means that people that have the license will be able to, to carry it. Now, there's mm-hmm. also other people that can carry the firearm. Those are these people that have business on the campus that happen to not be a student. Now, they said, as Earl said, the soda delivery guy who fills up the machines, he doesn't have to take his gun off before he gets on the campus. He can now continue to carry his gun concealed legally. This is not open carry. This is carrying concealed legally. Uh, your community colleges, your junior colleges... Uh, This does not apply until 2017. They wanted to give them more opportunity. There's going to be less there. At your junior colleges, again, for those traditional students that show up at 18, 19 years old, they're not going to be able to carry. Private schools, at private schools, the administrators can make the option whether they're going to opt into the law or opt out of the law. Uh, So far, only one, again, we're we're still a couple years away. They've only one has announced it. That's Amberton University. They're planning to allow guns on campus uh, starting next school year. There are still places you can't take your guns. You can't take them into sports arenas. You can't take them uh, into other places that the school bans it. I don't know whether they're going to have a you know some sort daycare of daycare facilities. Yeah, exactly. and, and now you, you can't take them into the dorms, which means if you're going to be a student at this university, you need to talk to the parents and tell them you got to have an apartment. Dad, I, I can't carry my firearm if I don't have an apartment. Because they won't let me have it in the dorm. Yeah, now it, de- it depends on the campus. In many, in most dorms, you you, you they're still banned. You can't. Uh, I didn't. The, the name of the Texas uh, schools are different. Some some you can, some you can't. But you need to check. You can't just yeah, but immediately a, walk on but, and but assume. It's a, it's a great way for you to convince your parents that you need to get an apartment. Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> true. Texas is the eighth state to allow campus carry, uh, behind uh, Oregon, Idaho, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Wisconsin, and Mississippi. So Texas is the eighth. There is no open carry. We just said this on the campus. Uh, this is still for licensed concealed carry holders. Uh, and you're still encouraged, according to the university, if you happen to see somebody with a gun, call the police, okay? Open carry is not authorized on the campus. If open carry was authorized, they'd put the postings up. Open carry is authorized. Mm-hmm. Don't freak out. Concealed carry means just that. You have to carry the gun concealed. There may be inadvertent uh Exposure of the gun that's covered in state law, though, that says inadvertent exposure is not a crime. However, and that's in Texas. Uh, however, if you if you see it and the guy's acting all freaky and fruity with this gun, you, you should maybe say something to somebody. If you see something, say something. Uh, you know, I wouldn't go narrowing or see me go, you know, uh, pointing people out and trying to narrow this section of the population out to say, I don't like guns at all, so I'm going to find these people and call them in. Guess what? You're going to go to jail, too. Yeah. Texas has made that clear. If you start that nonsense, you're going to jail. So 
Texas has started concealed carry also. Uh, on campus. Me, in, uh, on campus. On campus. They've, they've, they've had concealed carry for a while off campus. Um, well, that's the program. We've got another announcement we do need to make, though. Uh, I want to I, I want to get this out there. I don't want there to be any uh, rumors or speculation. Uh, I want I want to honor this person. Um, Alec is leaving his full-time position here on the program. Um, he has taken on some additional responsibilities. That's an accurate description. And um, <laughs> Saturdays, he, Saturdays are going to become much more involved for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is our hope. It is our desire. It is our open invite to have Alec back on the program whenever he's available. Um, we're not looking to fill the seat, so please hold the resumes. Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll go it without Alec and uh, because if the seat is still open and whenever he can be here, he can be here. Even if that's uh, we get him to call in for a segment or two and harass him that way. I mean, and invite <laughs> him back on and appreciate his presence that way. And I did not do this to him. No, this no, this is, is something voluntarily yeah. he chose to do. So he was so Alec, congratulations. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, um, um, you, you know what? I'm. I would say it's coincidence, but it's not. Now that Alex's leaving, we're going to have the live Facebook feed so you can see what we look like. <laughs> you know, I'm just, just saying. Because we don't want to dance and I don't, I just start wanna, clapping. I didn't want to embarrass you guys <laughs> with how beautiful I am. Alex sits here a lot without his shirt on flexing. So <laughs> it's when he starts putting the oil on that uh, it, it gets, the well, engineers get keep, crazy. He gets trying to get the, the mosquitoes away from him. Glad so. I'm in the other room. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Listen, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Alec. Hopefully, we'll have him back on soon as a guest. Uh, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. You aren't ready. Get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, stay safe. Keep your head on the swivel. See you next week.